Hey, thanks for signing up for Public Beta Podcast. It is September 16th, 2020, Wednesday. Your host this week, myself, Lee, and a beleaguered Reed, who's had his lunch cancelled on him, and now on an empty stomach, he is forced to podcast. But you know what? For you fans, he's gonna do it. Yeah, I'm fucking pissed off, man. Yeah, man. They cancelled your poutine? What did you get in... in... Like, to McDonald's. Oh, like, my God. You fell back on it. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's never says no. Yeah, they won't fuck you. They won't fuck you. Sometimes they don't have fries. Uh, those are weird times. Uh, here we are to talk about the world of video games. Read. We are on the cusp of learning about the PlayStation Five. Uh, last week we we thought we might hear something by the end of the week about the PlayStation. Nope, they're doing a showcase today, Wednesday at three o'clock our local time, where we are expected to learn the release date, the price, the launch lineup, and more about Sony's new console, the PlayStation Five. Uh, of course, the Xbox basically had a series of leaks. Uh, which resulted in it kind of being forced to announce its price and date and stuff like that. But let's be honest, they didn't have much more to say about that thing. They have no games to showcase. They got no game, uh, as it were, at Microsoft. So very curious to see uh, what Sony's got to announce this afternoon. Of course, uh, in terms of my job, uh, it just means more work for me this this afternoon and then trying to sort through all that. Uh, you see, these video game companies like to be very tight-lipped about these kinds of things and people think we have all the information we don't uh so when uh when sony goes ahead and announces the release date and the price of this thing and says pre-orders open now no they don't uh not until sony fucking sends a few emails with some information so a busy day for me uh you know a busy day for all of us i'm taking next week off did you know that so we'll see what happens with the podcast but we do have some news to run down here. We do have to talk about what we've been playing. Uh, of course, I thought Avengers would last us a week, but it sounds like we're already kind of like, we need more fucking content in this game. Uh, and then we'll, of course, be talking about Pokemon at the end of the show. Avengers read. We both beat the campaign. Yeah. We took down Modoc. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, so the last boss is like super cinematic, meaning it, that... It's not even a fucking last boss. You shoot him four times in the fucking dick, and then that's it. I mean, the same goes for a lot of last bosses. No, but... let's... Like... Fuck, I'm in a bad <laughs> mood. <laughs> fuck Modoc. Fuck Avengers. No, fuck... the ending is kind of fucking bullshit. It's so obvious now that either Kamala Khan's video game was separate from this fucking game. It's not yeah. scraping, relax. Right. She's either wasn't part of this fucking video game or her video game was completely separate. Because goddamn, this Modoc fight I'm trying to remember rushed. back at that E3 reveal when they had all the voice actors on the couch. I don't think Kamala Khan's voice no, actor was not there. Even, no, she not, showed not even footage. Laura Bailey yeah. as Black Widow. They showed off the dudes or whatever yeah. the fuck. Who cares? Showing Who gives off a shit? the dudes. What I'm saying is that like Captain America's fight with Modoc seems legit. Then Black Widow is a bit <laughs> fucking... Legit. Is a bit questionable because you just use the high caliber gun. Well, you dodge and then shoot and then dodge and then shoot. Yeah, then but I had to do that only yeah. three times the high caliber gun. And then with Kamala Khan, you don't even fucking fight the Kree Sentry. You're just like. It's man, I love how they're building up the secret, like, uh, heat signature mystery the whole game. And it's just a and, robot under the. Yeah, under and the you're, bay. Like, you're like, oh shoot, could it be like. Like like fucking Aries or some I'm shit. I'm confused because like, they kept saying like they're uh, cap detected. There was something in the bay, and that's why that the the ship blew up ultimately. Yeah, and it but was like, just a Cree sentry. They like, keep okay. talking about it, but no one physically goes to check. Yeah, if there's something there. Like, and like oh, oh shit, it's probably yeah. just like the Earth's core. No, it's yeah. a Cree sentry. Could you melt that shit down to like scrap metal? Yeah, and, and like no one goes like oh like freaks out. Everybody's like oh it's Cree sentry. You know. Yeah, they're what's a, all what's they're, a Cree sentry? They're all over the place. Yeah, apparently. you know the Cree. They're yeah. just we know them. You know uh, the Cree. So the the issue with the game becomes in the end game, the Avengers end game, as it were. 
uh, that there's no content. Uh, it's much like... I wouldn't even say... Well, yes and no. Like, the content that's there is fine. Well, think it's about, just like... that there's nothing else to go towards. The problem with this fucking game, and I'm going to say it the way yeah. the way I interpret it, okay. is, <laughs> is cosmetic. Uh, a big reason why you keep playing in Destiny or in Borderlands or stuff like that is you get this cool fucking gear that you can physically see new guns to shoot new guns to yeah. shoot uh and when you're playing destiny you have this cool new fucking armor that completely changes the way your character looks and stuff like that let's face it destiny besides the raids all content is the same go here and kill the thing uh well yeah you're trying to keep your it's a beat-em-up but you're trying to s sell it as a games as a service. Right. So from a balancing point of view, all the characters are going to play exactly the same. You're going to get different augments through the skill tree. No, you're going to get different augments through your gear. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, as a loot-based game. Well, entire... no. You did all those quests to get that uh, get that costume, right? That's a... That didn't fucking scan yeah. through. Uh, no. Like, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is it's a loot-based video game. Yes. But when the loot isn't physically tangible and I can't see stuff it, right it doesn't give me when i get a legendary in this game i don't give a fuck as opposed to a game no. like borderlands or destiny where you get an exotic you freak out because it's like right this cool new thing to try out you don't really get that feeling with avengers because it's just whatever you you have a sense of your own power in terms of how quickly can i dispatch enemies and am i under leveled or am i over leveled but nothing changes around that so there's fun moments uh to be had in the game it's and a like, loot based game without yeah. the feeling of getting good loot yes you don't equip a new sword and see it you don't yeah. equip a new hat and see it There's... or like black widow here's some yeah. new guns and it completely it's like here's a shotgun yes. or something like it, none of that and it but it's now very weird but now that being said uh you're dealing with the avengers you have all this these references to the comics and other characters and stuff like that and it's very clear that this game will be expanded upon with other villains and heroes and stuff to come but based on what we have right now as an 80 dollar project uh, like product it's Severely lacking. The entire last week we've been talking about comic book stories and all these characters that come up. This whole rogues gallery that they could have pulled of. So that like when you get to the end game, oh shit, here's a here's a four quests that lead to you fighting someone at the right. end. Right. All Maria yeah. Hill had to say after you beat Modoc was now that AIM's taken down, all the other supervillains have moved in with uh since the police force is yeah. so preoccupied arresting AIM agents. All other supervillains have taken this as a golden opportunity to commit crime. Mostly just the Taskmaster over and over again. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, no. I'm saying that's what Maria Hill should have said, yeah. not what she did say. Lee. Well, she couldn't say it because it's not true. That's why, that's why I said should have said. It's like you don't understand what that word yeah. means for some reason. Should have said... Yeah. All these fucking jobber villains are out there. Go beat them up. And no, that's what the, sh the game should be but, yeah. it's, no but it's not it's not uh, it's so you the only up... name villains you fucking fight are abomination taskmaster and modok and modok you fight only cinematically in the campaign i assume there's no multiplayer yeah, and taskmaster is way too fucking glitchy and huge yeah to he's be... 10 feet tall and, and he's holding his own against the hulk and yeah like so yeah if we want to get into the kayfabe of all this i'm it matters it matters yeah. uh like Putting Hulk in this game, and I was telling you about this when we were playing the game, bothers me because his power is so fucking low compared yeah. to what we know from yeah, every other medium of every yeah. Hulk video game, every Hulk movie, every Hulk comic book. Isn't that like the D&D &D thing, though, where like you make your character and it's just got this huge backstory, but then his stats are set to level no, one? No, but that's what every... <laughs> but like, when you play D&D, &D, yeah. every... 
every respectable DM will discourage that because yeah. they'll say it makes yeah, no fucking, shit yet. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense for you to be a god when you're yeah. level fucking one. You're a nobody. A peasant could this kill is, you. This is a career Hulk that's been on the Avengers for a while, and Taskmaster shows up, and he's a little taller than usual, and he wipes out the right. entire Avengers. Or team. like. Like yeah. and you can't say well the movies are different canon when so much of this is clearly movie inspired right sure like when you're fighting the warship boss and stuff why don't you just send the Hulk on top of it and he'll literally just go through it yeah no. like it makes you no have to s- hit the glowing yeah, red bits it makes no sense that Hulk would have yeah. to destroy vents and barriers but if you turn off your brain that's a cool boss fight. Yeah, you're just like taking down an airplane, right? Yeah, but I'm, uh, for, in the context yeah. of Thor and Hulk being in this game, these fucking otherworldly, like super strong characters in the context of the comics, they're strong. Yeah, but on this fucking game. Well, what's interesting then is that okay, so it would work both ways because if we got some like cosmic villains in here uh, that the characters were fighting, it wouldn't make sense for Black Widow to be throwing punches at Galactus, right? But, but, that's but a, that would happen. But that's right? the problem with the movies, too, yes. is that why the fuck was Black Widow out there fighting uh, Loki and like, yeah, aliens? Yeah, just a, a lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, but she she wasn't even fighting But, Loki but that aside, like, considering... Like, I'm how really much, just hung up on the Hulk, if I'm being honest. I, I'm hung up on <laughs> that there aren't any more villains, because at the beginning of the game, you're like, oh, Abomination's here, Taskmaster's here, hey, let's keep this pace up. Oh, Monica and Robot? And then that's it. Yeah, like, and that's then that's it. it. That's it? Uh, well, they're saving, like... What I, They're saving what until everybody quits playing yeah, the game. Where's all the Jabra villains? Where's yeah. fucking that uh, no. Baron Zemo? Yeah, where's yeah. Baron Zemo? Where's Andy Circus running around? Yeah, where's uh, fucking? Uh, I'm surprised you didn't fight mirror versions of the Avengers. I'm honestly surprised at some point they weren't like Captain America's been frozen and now he's evil you know, and you gotta like beat him you up. Know we don't get shit. to see enough Omega Red. No, but here, like, listen. Go on Wikipedia and look up Avengers Rogues Gallery, and there's going to be hundreds of entries. They decided to put two characters in this fucking game. Yeah. And uh, I, I did a couple quest uh, things that ended... Like, I was I was knocking them down three in a row, and all three of those quests, at the end, was take down Taskmaster, and then he's getting arrested. And then you do the next mission five seconds later, and you're t- fucking taking yeah, him down again. Yeah, I just again. arrested this guy. I just guy. arrested this motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why is he uh, so big? <laughs> not to mention that, like, he's, he's Taskmaster, he's a man... Uh, you can strike him with lightning, and, and he will die. Yes, <laughs> That's, he's not. If you punch him yeah. once with Hulk, he should he, die. He should shatter every bone in his, his body. Fucking and he body. Cease but to exist. This guy's just uh, like, yeah. That's the problem with this game. Listen, missed opportunities, and I don't know how long they're uh, intending to take before they start releasing more heroes and stuff like that. Uh, but heroes aren't the only thing wrong. Like they don't just need heroes; they need storylines and villains and. Like the the loot thing is what it is. That's never going to change. That's just how that game is. Yeah, like, and it's a disappointment because, yeah. like I said, half the fun of loot is the. Can you imagine playing dress up with all those characters? Like you have uh, Hulk with like a, a cybernetic helmet and like torn pants. Well, and, no, like, give him the Planet Hulk stuff then. Fuck. Give him armor and shit. Well, like uh, what game? Are, Injustice Two figured out perfectly. Yeah. They're like, here's just these little things that add on different cosmetic stuff that don't change the basic idea of the character, but definitely no. give it more of a fucking modern feel. Yeah, and then you could also do what Destiny does, and you could have cosmetic skins. So regardless of what I'm wearing, I can put on this skin, and he just looks like this Hulk, yeah, even sure. though he has different things. Yeah, why not give uh, the players options? As it is right now, 
the cosmetic options are different recolors of your current skin. That's it. You figure in a yes. comic book game, all the other costumes would be. Famous. You asked me about this too, because like in uh, in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, all the costumes uh, what they had in there were based on other characters. They literally like Thor had a Beta Ray Bill costume, etc. Well, it, well, uh, yes and no. Like Spider Man had his black symbiote suit, right? And, like so it wasn't other characters. No, 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 not all of them. But I'm saying like they represented other characters in the comics. Most of the cosmetic things you unlock in this are like. Just that's, that's Hulk with a red shirt. That's not a, an iconic Hulk outfit. That's just, yeah. Where's Where's the Planet Hulk outfit? There, there's none of it. Yeah, yeah. looking like an Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man has Iron so Man many. Is, Iron Man is the worst yeah. case. The only named armors that I was able to find besides his iconic armor is original Sin armor. Yeah. Where's the Bleeding Edge armor? Where's the Extremis? Where's, where's the Extremis yeah. armor? Where's the God Killer armor? Where's the? It's uh, it's kind of unacceptable. Uh, to be honest with you, they they focused on uh, like clearly this game is rushed to, to shit. Like it's very clear, uh, they need to get this thing out in the PS4 Xbox One generation, and it was shipping. Yeah, it, it, it did get delayed. And like it's it, and it's even clear that Kamal is not yeah. part of this original. It got delayed game. from May, I think. So it did get delayed four yeah. months. And or it's, well, that's probably when they added Kamal. Yeah, they because put Kamal in. Kamal is in the first. <laughs> Uh, quarter of the game then she more or less disappears until the very end where she punches modok yeah that's kamala's involvement in this video game and i'm glad she's there because she is honestly one of the more fun players yeah but that's i'm just furthering i'm reinforcing that rushed thing you just said i think they rushed out to get kamala like can you imagine playing this game and if you just went to the multiplayer off the bat how quickly you could burn out on this game like the campaign eases you into each of the characters gives you a little backstory kind of sets it up if you just went into the multiplayer like after three hours of playing this you'd be like well it's just a loop and there's no i'm not working towards anything there's not new villains to see like even uh shit man like any fucking games as a service like this there's there's something to work towards there's a reason to get stronger there's a reason there's there's something up on a pedestal there's a boss i can't there's like, a raid get. yeah i haven't seen this raid because i'm not of the right power level or whatever etc this game has none of that as far as we can tell uh, Reed's got to go grab his McDonald's, uh, so I'll continue with some of the news here. Anyway? Huh? Aren't you just gonna no, I leave this in. This, this is this stays. <laughs> Rocket League will be going free to play on September 23rd on the Epic Games Store. Uh, there are lots of physical copies of that game out there that will be destroying field. I'm to understand that everybody gets all of the cosmetic items for that game released up to date, and then they will continue to release uh, and monetize the game beyond that. Uh, cool for Rocket League. I mean, Rocket League's claim to fame was it went free on PSN Plus or whatever there. It was one of the most downloaded games before Fall Guys kind of did the same. Fall Guys, as well, is a paid game uh, that I feel there's no reason not to make that free-to-play as well, especially because Fall Guys seems like more of a flash in the pan. Uh, They're doing some of their updates early, probably to keep their their player counts up, because at a certain point, uh, there is a very, very short loop to that game. And if you're playing Fall Guys for like an hour a day, you're going to see everything and get... Dude, I feel everybody kept telling me to get Fall Guys. You no, should download you, Fall Guys. You should get it, and I downloaded. Well, I it was it was fucking, free, so it was like, it. yeah. But there's uh, there's not much to it, and when your game is is blowing up like that, I there's there's like a oh we're gonna release we're gonna tease an update and release an update in a month. You don't realize how long a month is for people to play that content as it currently is, and that's my thing with Avengers too. Like. If there isn't new characters out in that Avengers game next week, I don't see myself playing it for oh, the next I'm two not. weeks. I, haven't, I didn't play uh, it yesterday at all. Yeah. Played some Destiny with Nick, though. Destiny's good. Uh, <laughs> I did play that Moon game I said I was going to for the Switch. Uh, it is not a game I can wholly recommend to people, but I think it is an important game if you are a fan of Japanese RPGs or the m- more modern-day satirical uh, RPG. You're going to want to check this thing out because it's kind of the, the precursor of it. So Like, like you... Earthbound? Yeah. 
so you start this game and you're like a kid playing a game, as I mentioned in the last thing. Uh, but then it actually goes through, you're like loading different save files of this game as this kid is playing this game all night. And you see this knight with this huge ridiculous sword. Uh, and the game kind of looks like NES graphics or something like that. And you see him do battles and like uh, save the world from this dragon. Your mom yells at you to go to bed. You dream about the game. Uh, and then you find yourself in the game. Uh, only it's realistic now. And when I say realistic, I mean the graphics look like PS1 uh, 16-bit <laughs> graphics. It's a, it's a neat effect. Like, if it was modern day, you would be in the game and it would be totally 3D, right? But yeah. because it was the PS1, they, they made that little distinction between here's the game as you played it and here's the real version of it. Uh, right. and the characters have more detail. But Moon and they, is not a PS1. It is. It was a PS1 game. Yes. But it was originally a PS1. Oh, okay. Yes, I was yes. confused as shit. I'm like, yeah. oh. Uh, it just was translated now and released on, on Nintendo Switch. Oh, uh, you could say it took inspiration from a little game called Nier Automata. Uh, well, it didn't featured... because Nier Automata would have taken inspiration from it. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, even in terms <laughs> of the music and stuff. So that's what I'm trying to say is like, you play this game and you're like, oh, I've seen this in so many other games. But then you realize, but this game technically did it first. Uh, I... Re I referred to it as you know when you grew up watching the simpsons and then you watch the godfather for the first time and you're like 30 simpsons jokes just made sense to me suddenly i think that's what moon is is just like try, check this out uh and as far as i know it's not a traditional rpg in terms of battles you are a ghost you find an old lady who mistakes you for her dead son gives you a, a pair of clothes and you kind of go around town uh trying to help people with the power of love not unlike the song from uh, back to the future and what? uh you're just like a disembodied Thing of clothes uh, going around back to the future by the way whoa whoa listen we don't have time to get into that right now uh nintendo direct this is me shifting into uh news nintendo direct mini for tomorrow a partner showcase last time we got one of those we got to see smt nocturne and uh etc so hopefully we get some more information about that maybe some new unannounced games would be cool Oh, I would kill if they finally announced persona 3 as a remake or a remaster or something yeah they could. Uh, it's weird that they would do that now if they've already announced two other games coming right. to Switch. Yeah, it's just that yeah. Persona 3 is a perfect bridging point between modern Persona and yeah. old school Shin Megami Tensei. But would you like to see them make it easier? Because, like, Persona 3 is tough. No, it's not. Compared uh, to 4 or 5? No, I would say it's about as equal difficulty as 4. Uh, 5 is only as difficult as you make it. Um, Which is to say easy. <laughs> Yeah, yes and no. They casualized uh, it, man. They did, no, they didn't make it any more difficult. They just added a lot of things to make it more convenient, not easier either. It's the whole thing. I felt 3 had more grinding. No, 3 was three was not more grinding. It felt like that because there's only one single dungeon, a.k.a. Tartarus. Uh, and since you're seeing the same hallway for 50 hours in the fucking game, it feels like you're grinding forever. It feels like you're playing Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's when you, yeah when we're playing Marvel's Avengers and you're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm surrounded by machinery. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the corner by a staircase and some like metal machinery. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Xbox. The Xbox X and the Series S will uh, will handle backwards compatibility differently. Obviously, the Series S uh, doesn't have uh, a disc drive, uh, so everything you uh, you play on that will be digital if you have it or if you download it and pay for it. But apparently, the Series S will not render the games in 4K resolution uh, or, or do the enhancements that the Xbox One X does. So a bit of a step back there. Keep that in mind if you're interested in buying the Series S. Not that it matters. Like, how good does a 360 game need to look at a certain point? Like, I need my three. I need Gears of War 1 in 4K. No, you fucking don't. You don't need to play that game at all. Man, there's so many 360 games that look like shit. Like, no matter what you do, they look like shit. I miss when games look like shit. Like, they're in that weird stage where, like, 
like PS2 has like like a certain like old school quality to it that you're like yeah, yeah. you know that's nice, but three three <laughs> 360s in between huh. the ugly and the nice phase, so some of those games just look like absolute horror shit. Uh, well, here lies the rub. If a PS4 game looks bad, at worst it looks like a PS3 game. If a PS3 game looked bad, it looked like a PS2 game. Uh, <laughs> like facial expressions and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. You just spit across. I'll spit on your room. food. Don't don't you don't you test me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll test you for coronavirus. Uh, Sony <laughs> uh, has apparently cut the PS5 production estimate. I have heard this as well. Uh, pr- projecting that they are making half as many PS5s as they thought they would. Uh, Sony has since denied this, but I don't believe them. Take Why? that as you will. Huh? They were they were saying like nine million PS5s for launch, and then like a Bloomberg report came out and it was like it's going to be like four or five according to Sony. And, what and Sony's that? like, no, 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 it's nine, and it's not. It's what, does that, not. what does that mean for half as many PS5s will be available for the holidays? And is there like significant that implication? There will be a shortage. There won't be enough consoles to meet the demand. Are they I'm... simply just don't have the time to make them? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like they they also released some of the best PS4 games, right? So like. Best, quote-unquote. Uh, so, production on the PS4 should have, by all intents and purposes, being shut down. But now they, they there was demand for some more PS4s. So, who knows who knows how that shook out. But, if you can get a pre-order for a PS5 from a reputable sport source, I recommend you just do it and not worry about where you're ordering from. Because it sounds like launch allocation for these consoles will be rough. Hey, Lee, give me a pre-order. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Here you go. Here's a PS5. I got it right, right here. Uh, Ubisoft... Let's talk about them. Uh, they had a uh, one of their their streams uh, d- documenting some of their games. Uh, Gods and Monsters has been renamed Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Do you know why it is rumored that they had to rename this game? Why? Because Monster Energy Drink sent them a cease and desist. <laughs> but could you imagine a game called Gods and Monsters where the monsters referred to energy drinks? That's a fuck, that's a new Hideo Kojima game. Death Stranding Two: Gods and Monsters. God. <laughs> It's like they, t- it's like they're like, what's the most generic fucking title for a video game? Gods and monsters. You can't use that. All right, what's the other one? Immortal Phoenix like, Rising. Yes. Immortals. Immortals as a title. There are at least thirteen games out this year that have used Immortal or Immortals as their uh, their right. title. It's it's the PS2 360 yeah. era of let's name all our games something the something of something. Uh, Phoenix is also spelled like Marcus Phoenix from Gears, so it's F E N Y. Oh, edgy. Uh, so that game's going to be like a Breath of the Wild like uh sure. set in ancient Greece. You know, we Ubisoft loves ancient You know Greece. we don't have enough of Lee? Breath of the Wild likes open world Ubisoft games. Uh well, you know, if this one doesn't have all the things on the map and you can just kind of explore. I don't know. I don't know about that game. Looking forward to it, I guess. Uh Watch Dogs Legion revealed that they uh they've got robotic beekeepers and Aiden Pierce will be joining the cast of characters you can recruit in the game again. If you haven't played Watch Dogs, this is going right over your head, and that's okay. Uh Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time will Did be. Did literally re-made. anybody play Watch Dogs? I've played both. I beat the first one, didn't beat the second one. Wild. They look like absolute dark uh, shit. Like so I don't recommend playing them over other open world games, but I do recommend watching a speedrun of them because of the way the abilities work in the game. You just seem like, uh, I like to refer to the character as Johnny Matrix because he's going around just pushing buttons on his phone like perfectly because he's speedrunning it so he knows exactly what to do. So anytime the guy's involved in any kind of action scene, it looks like he's just perfect. Like he's just, he knows, he can tell the future. Like that Nick Cage uh, movie, Next. Uh, they also announced that Scott Pilgrim will be back after all years the, of being delisted. Have all the future predicting examples to take. <laughs> well, can see Nick just, Cage next. Dude, he's basically got spider sense is his like ability. You can see two seconds in the future. Right? Yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, that's about all I have to say about Ubisoft. Let's talk about Pokemon. 
Oh wow! Oh yeah! We're already at Pokemon. What? Yeah, well, I want I want a whole thirty minutes for Pokemon. Did Last I even two. talk about the other games I was playing? Did I, am I even playing anything? I, you're not. You played Avengers and you quit it. Right. What no. You, yeah. What else am I playing? I downloaded Spider Man yesterday. I, sw- I swung oh, no. around for like two yeah. minutes and I was like, "Fuck, that was fun," and I turned it off. Yeah. And then you should turn on Ghost of Tsushima and finish it. No. You have no honor. And then you text me all the time to try to convince me to play Destiny too. Uh, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just saying this is what's happening. We, we, we're we playing Destiny 2. This is currently what's happening. As we wait for other games to come out, obviously. Because there's going to be stuff that dra- pulls our attention. Right. I was, to be fair, I was going to play Destiny 2. And then you said the word Cyberpunk's coming out a week after the next DLC. And yeah. I was like, I, there's no point in me Cyberpunk playing. could be bad, though. You know Destiny's good. Anyway. <laughs> let me try this again. Pokemon! Oh, uh, yeah! Let's talk about what Was we talked that? about last week. That was a... It was like Body Break, uh, which yeah. is a bit of a local reference. Uh, so Does he say Pokemon, oh yeah, in the theme song? He does in this podcast. No, he doesn't. He should, though. I'm going to try it a third time. Pokemon! That's it. That's all there is. Last week, we talked about the overview of Pokemon, the phenomenon that was, and a bit about Gen 1 and how it uh, differed from later versions. Today, we're going to run through... Uh, the Gen 1 games, kind of give you a basic structure of the game. We will not do this for every generation, because fuck it. Uh, but I'm going to give you pretty much a quick uh, Cliff Notes run-through of the first game, and then we, because we'll be con- contrasting that with the games to follow. Something we didn't talk about last week in the first uh, Gen of games is the Technical Machine and Hidden Machines. Uh, technical Machines, there were 50 of them in the original game, and they bestowed moves, some of which could only be learned via Technical Machines to your Pokemon. Not all Pokemon can learn every Technical Machine, unless you're Mew. Uh, and these could vary things up in battle for sure, because you could give a Pokemon a uh, surprise move. You suddenly give, uh, you know, a fighting type an ice punch, and he's effective against flyers, where flyers were effective against him, etc. Hidden machines are a bit of a nuisance. Uh, they could be used in battle and out of battle. These were how the game basically gates you before to, from getting to the whole map at once. They consisted of, in the original game, cut, fly, surf, strength, and flash. Flash uh, lowers accuracy. It was only really used in the rock tunnel as the uh, the area was so dark you could not see without it. Cut is one of the uh, the bigger ones in the game. Obviously, it lets you cut down small trees. Uh, allows you to get to certain places and progress in the game. Surf, you have to find deep in the safari zone. Allows you to traverse water to get to Cinnabar Island amongst other places. And uh, fly is just convenience. Lets you immediately fly back to any Pokemon Center of a town you've been to. And strength lets you move giant boulders, which is only used... In Victory Road to get to the Elite Four. Uh, and in Seafoam Islands. How fucking dare I. Okay. The thing about the HMs were... You couldn't delete them if you added them to a, uh, a Mon. Uh, so that let, usually led you... Was there a move deleter in Gen 1? No. <laughs> so you see the issue. Uh, you couldn't delete it even if you learnt a new move or tried to replace it with a technical machine. So if you learnt an HM, that Pokemon just had that move. Uh, and aside from Fly and Surf, they weren't very good moves. Strength was okay too, I guess. Uh, but like flash cut, these are weak ass moves you don't want. Yeah, to. and due to that, uh, yeah. thus was created what everybody likes to call yeah. an H- HM slave. The HM slave or mule uh, yeah. for the people who are a little more progressive. Read. <laughs> uh, so I remember like if we can run down the list of all time like the Hall of Fame of HM mules, and we all know yeah. that it's Bidoof. Uh, Bidoof's up there. Quagsire was a favorite of mine because he could learn all the water moves plus no, strength. No, but Bidoof can learn yeah. surf, strength, cut, and whirlpool. He can do it all. He yeah. can do it all. Yeah. Uh, so this unfortunately meant that one slot in your party was reserved <laughs> for someone that was just used for these moves to get around the world. Or if you're like me, you 
just kind of fucking suck it up and you distribute all the HMs to various Pokemon and you kind of just kind yeah. of just deal with it. I think that was kind of the the point uh, initially, but um, I don't it, like it. I like far more now. That, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll get into that later. Yes, but yes, it's far better now. Absolutely. There's a lot of things that are better now. Yeah. So the uh, the game starts in the the quiet hamlet of Pallet Town. You name your character. Professor Oak introduces you to the world of Pokemon. Tells you you've got a rival who's uh, grown up next door to you. You name him whatever you want. Ass. You know whatever you want to do. Bitch. Um, yeah. Bi- yeah. Bitch. Oh, that's right. I remember his name now. Bitch. <laughs> like eight wa- eyes or whatever. Um, you. Uh, it's dangerous to go into tall grass, which is also coincidentally the only way out of town. So I don't know how anyone ever leaves. But uh, Professor Oak stops you. He gives you your starter Pokemon, as we mentioned, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charmander. Your rival chooses uh, as a true heel. He chooses the opposite, uh, the weakness of of. Blech. The super effective uh, Pokemon against your Pokemon, you battle it out. If you're smart, you'll go to your PC in your room and you'll get that potion so you can always edge them out. Uh, everything is handled with a computer in terms, edge of, out edge out. Out. Uh, in terms of uh, swapping your Pokemon items, uh, getting your Pokedex reviewed, etc. is all done via PCs either in your own room or in the Pokemon centers throughout town. Uh, throughout the world, rather. You find your way north to Viridian City. You're given a parcel to give back to Oak. When you return it to him, he gives you and your rival Pokedexes. Uh, he his his dream is to compile an encyclopedia of all the Pokemon ever. Every professor in the main series has a different specialty. Uh, if you're asking me from the top of my head to remember what each of them are, I can't fucking remember. Oh, it. I remember the first two. Uh, oh, oh yeah, Oak is the Pokedex. Well, he he wants to document every Pokemon Elm, just an encyclopedia. Yeah, Elm was his eggs. Elm was like the freaky guy who's just like I want to see him fuck. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Well, he's like, let's talk about breeding. He's like, you don't even have to f- make two Pokemon that are the same species. Fuck. Yeah, just make yeah. them fuck. If they're both round, they can fuck. <laughs> if they both are humanoid, they can fuck. You see that whale and that yeah. little cat? They can fuck. They can fuck. <laughs> uh, what was third gen? Anyways, there's one. Uh, I think <laughs> third gen was like. There's Nothing. like one of them was into evolution and like new forms of evolution. No, one that's when you got into... like mega evolution. Yeah, yeah. No, like... no. I think the gimmicks for the professors actually stopped after two. No, no. They all have one. It's just not. It's not overstated. I don't think. Uh, and in the anime, they also bring it up. So fuck you. <laughs> also, you might notice that all the professors are usually named after trees, or at least they were to a certain. And point. all towns in Kanto are named after colors. Wow. Except for the first one, which is a palette, like a palette of colors. Read. Wow. Wow. Anyways, you get that Pokedex. Uh, the Pokedex is cool, and it, 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 it transcends every Pokemon game in the main series as you encounter... It, it does different things, obviously. Uh, in the first game, if you see a Pokemon, you just get its image, and then it's all blocked off. Once you catch that Pokemon or have it traded to you, uh, it flushes out a little description. The Pokedex descriptions vary by version later on, uh, and over the years, there is like a compiled... Pokedex. Like, if you look at every Pokedex entry, there's contradictory information. There's stuff that doesn't make sense. Like, Raichu being able to kill an Indian elephant. Gengar being able to kill an Indian elephant. I don't know what it was with Gen 1 and killing an Indian elephant. Um, or, like, the freaky ones they do or like, get, or they yeah. basically say Ghastly is basically a dead baby, you fuck. Yeah, Durfloon <laughs> is, like, a ghost uh, balloon that, like, children hold its hand and then it leads them into the woods to kill them and shit. Yeah. It's just like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> This is bad news. Uh, so that's the Pokedex in a nutshell. Uh, you head through Viridian City. An old man teaches you how to po- catch Pokemon, but chances are you already know how to do it. 
uh, it's very important to weaken Pokemon or uh, inflict a status effect uh, to more efficiently catch them. If you're a veteran, though, you just start whipping balls at Pokemon at full health and just... Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, who's got time for this? Uh, if you go left of Viridian City, you actually get a bonus fight with your rival here, which is very much worth doing. There's also some Pokemon there, like Nidoran, to catch that are available early in that area. But, Male or female? Uh, depends on your version. So there are Pokemon that are exclusive to each version, but then there are Pokemon that appear more frequently as well. So in red, uh, in Viridian City, for example, uh, Viridian Forest, you get more Weedles. In blue, you get more Caterpies. To the point in red, you can sometimes go through that Viridian Forest and never see a Caterpie. Um, and that same thing goes for Nidorans. In blue, Nidoran female was more common, Nidoran male was more common in red, etc. Anyways, you find the, uh, the Pokemon League, the Indigo Plateau, is, is through these gates, but a cop is there and she says, until you get all the badges, you need to fucking get, get out of here. So you find yourself going north through the Viridian Forest, you find yourself in Pewter City, you fight Brock with his rock-hard determination. Um, so typically at this point, uh, if you picked... Charmander, yeah. which most people did because Charmander's the cool one. Um, you're totally fucked here. Uh, he's the right choice. Because uh, your two attacks basically at this point are Ember or Scratch, yeah. uh, both of which will be super ineffective against these guys. I, I have I have something to say. So typically, after yeah, after you're done, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, typically you get oh, around man. this yeah. by capturing a grass Pokemon in Inverted Forest or some shit. Yes. Or my preferred method, which is to go towards Indigo Plateau, and in that route you can find a Mankey. Cause I not always in yellow you can no in yeah sorry, sorry. Yeah, I haven't played Gen one so like yeah I well, I'm gonna I have your ass. I have but I haven't yeah. I played you can fire get low red. kick on a Mankey in yellow and then that just makes yeah it I, I yeah, yeah. played fire red and leaf green yeah. um yeah and that's that's typically yeah. the, the in the original one you were absolutely correct unless you chose Bulbasaur or Squirtle you had a distinct type disadvantage uh, you could try to poison them. Uh, using Poison Sting from either a Nidoran or a Weedle. However, I recently played through the game again, and I'm intentionally not grinding whatsoever. I'm avoiding leveling up my Pokemon as much as possible to make it a challenge on myself. So I head in to fight Brock with, like, level 6 and 7 Mons, but I have a full party. And a full party? A full party of, like, losers. It's, like, Pidgey's there, you Rattata. Do that? You do that? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's so gross. I, I cycle them out as I go. No, I have a completely different method. If you're joining my team, Lee, yeah. you have to be the pa best. Pass a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't just be a fucking random Pidgey that I find. Like, yeah, like, like no one ever was. If I capture a Pidgey, that Pidgey's becoming a Pidgeot, no matter what. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm 10 years old, and I only have a Charmander. I'm taking any Pidgey I can get. Any Pidgey <laughs> in a storm, as they say. I fought Brock with an underleveled team and relied on Growl to completely... He, he couldn't do shit to me. He couldn't do more than two damage. So I sacked, like, a Nidoran or something, or whatever had Growl, probably Rattata, and just growled the shit out of Geodude and Onix. And that whole type disadvantage thing is meaningless when you can then send out Charmander, and they can't hurt you, and you just ember them to death and burn them, and Brock is, is fucked. Uh, so there's a, there's a museum in Pewter City, uh, which has very confusing, perplexing references to the real world uh, that they have never retconned. You talk to an old man in that museum, and he's like, ah, 1969, the moon landing. I bought a color, te color television to just to watch it. And you're like, but that's Earth. That's not this. <laughs> There's no Pokemon there. And then you're thinking of, is this the future of Earth? But that old man was old enough in the 60s to remember buying a TV and watching it. So this old man is either hundreds of years old, your mind starts racing, and you just leave. Uh, there's an old amber you can get in the back there once you have cut from one of the uh, scientists, though, and that's how you get Aerodactyl in red and blue. 
Uh, all right. So from there, you're going to head uh, east to Mount Moon. There's a man in the Pokemon Center there that will take you for a ride and sell you a Magikarp for $500, which seems shitty. But if you level that Magikarp to level 20, you're the one who's laughing. Uh, you go through Mount Moon. Who's this is your god now? Your god now? <laughs> As you drag and rage all over the place. Uh, just fucking people up with that fucking Gyarados. Uh, oh! You right? Yeah. How was your McDonald's? You got the phlegm, the McDonald's phlegm. Uh, I love it. Uh, so you get through uh, that route. You get through Mount Moon. This is when you're introduced to Team Rocket for the first time. They are trying to steal fossils from the the moon. You're also learned. Uh, you're also learned up about some of the backstory of Pokemon here that they crashed to Earth on a meteor, perhaps. Pokemon Red and Blue are are interesting to play at least to talk to everybody because the dialogue is like contradictory to everything you know about Pokemon from then on out. Right, because uh, after after Red and Blue, they never talk about the origins of Pokemon. No, it's well, not until Arceus gets yeah, involved. And they basically just say Arceus created Pokemon. Yeah, he's That's God it. and he created Pokemon. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. They specifically say Clefairies came from the moon, but then they also extend it. Some people are like, no, all Pokemon, they're aliens. They came here from another planet and they flourished on Earth. Right. Uh, well, the impression I got is that... Uh, because Pokemon are one species. They look different, but they're considered... Uh, Pokemon are well, I Pokemon. Would, well, no, but I've always considered like animals. Like deer are animals, but so are right. crocodiles. But then a deer can't have sex with a dog and make a baby. <laughs> I guess so. In Pokemon, they Imagine can. Imagine if somebody came, came by his office to our conversation. <laughs> like, right. But a deer can have a sex with a dog. Reed, we all know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... My under, my impression whenever I played as a kid was that basically Pokemon were the animals of this world because you don't see like fucking deer. in the anime you do you see birds and fish yeah that's weird as yeah, shit I don't want to talk about that <laughs> yeah. yeah well we're not getting into that what do they eat this fucking <laughs> fucked up universe um no in the games at least the impression I always got was that Pokemon were the birds but uh but the animals no yeah sorry the animals the Pokemon were the birds. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon were the animals, but it wasn't just limited to that. Pokemon could also become, uh, sludge. Excuse me? Muck. Yeah, he's like garbage. He's yeah. a garbage man. Yeah. yeah. So the Pokemon... Okay, now it just doesn't make... No. Now the, aliens, now no, no, no. the alien theory makes way more sense. No, the aliens theory makes way more sense if you think of it like Transformers, where they're just like a spark... And then they inhabit whatever was there in living yeah. in organic tissue. Yeah. So there was a pile of muck, for lack of a better thing, and the alien took that over and he became a purple shit <laughs> and then had babies. Uh, another one, like, jumped into a dog. Another one jumped into a fish. Uh, another one jumped into a lady. Right. And then a some, mime. Some, <laughs> and, then, and then two jumped into kung fu experts. Yeah, that's right. Hitmon Lee and Chan. Bruce Lee. And uh, uh, Jackie Chan, and Jackie uh, Hitmon Chan. No, yeah, the impression uh, I always got were that uh, Clefairies came from the moon. Mew, clearly... Came from the moon? Well, Mew is is supposedly the like the the progenitor. He's like supposedly the right, first. But then Arceus. He sh- he sh- well, that was this was fucking years before. Mew Mew shares genetic material with every Pokemon. Yeah. So it's theorized that he was the first Pokemon right. that was created. He's the Adam. Then then that then, <laughs> then that then that blows on the same theory in the same game of Clefairy. Why are we just getting so into? Uh, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, that totally shits on yeah. the same theory in the same game of Mew coming from the moon. If they're all descended from let's, Mew, let's say that's let's say that the alien thing rings to true, but the moon thing was just Clefairy. So like, there's fairies on the moon, and and Pokemon took them over and then crashed on. <laughs> Dude, I don't. The mountain is called Mount Moon because that's where the meteor uh, crashed. 
Right. But people don't know that Clefairy <laughs> came from that meteor, right? All they know no. is that they dance yeah, well, around. It's, it's, they're just talking about it like, oh, I heard that Clefairy yeah, came But they're from just it. dancing around the meteor, yeah. right? That doesn't necessarily mean they came from the meteor. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, but this is why we talk about I, Gen. This is why I wanted to talk about Gen 1. Because Gen 1 is weird. It contradicts things that come later. So. Right, because once you get into like the 3DS yes. Pokemon, it's just like, haha, Pokemon. Ah, like, well, now, more fun. wrap your mind around this shit. Is that in Mount Moon itself, you run into Team Rocket for the first time, and the reason they're there is they're looking for Pokemon fossils, prehistoric Pokemon that existed thousands of years ago. Now, read. Follow me here. In just what we've learned in the last 10 minutes, there's an old man at the museum who says in 1969, he bought a color television to watch the moon landing. Right, but in, the context, pre- of, but in the context yes. of the 1990s, it's only been 30 years since that point. So it could, yes. could easily be an old man. But we're saying that dinosaurs, in the time of the dinosaurs, Pokemon existed. There are prehistoric Pokemon in Ammonite uh, and Kabuto yeah. and Aerodactyl. Sure. So Pokemon have existed... Long before, thousands of years before this old man existed, yeah. who supposedly watched the moon landing. So Pokemon have, have been ubiquitous. They've always existed. Okay. So this is an alternate Earth, if we could say at best. Okay. Are we just trying to, like, comprehend the What I'm trying origin? to say is, what do they eat? They eat burgers and stuff. What are those burgers made out of? Tauros? Oh. They didn't... There's... <laughs> listen, there was only 150 Pokemon. So if we're dealing with, at the time, in Kanto, they thought there was only 150. Meanwhile, there's all these regions not too far away from them, accessible by train, accessible by boat, that had hundreds of Pokemon they didn't even know about. Well, where were they getting their milk they're from? They're accessible <laughs> by boat, uh, but only after, but... I'd much rather drink Miltank milk than Tauros milk. Right, but... <laughs> The thing is, like, you don't go through red and blue and hear, kept hearing about uh, Janto, right? Or Johto, Johto yeah. You don't get to hear about Johto. Hoenn. Yeah, Ho- and when yeah. you're when you're playing Gold, Silver, Crystal, you don't keep hearing about Hoenn, right? No, because they didn't exist yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we are in a fucked up universe, okay? Yeah, we're in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. where Transformers, a.k.a. Pokemon, use their AllSpark to inhabit... <laughs> the dark side of the moon, <laughs> the Clefairies yeah. appeared. Yeah. yeah, so basically Mew, Mew lived on the moon. Yeah, M- maybe. But, but, but was just like a little fucking thing came down yeah. to earth in prehistoric times jizzed all over the place and if i'm not mistaken don't they refer to mew being found in the amazon rainforest yes. yeah i remember from the movie that mew was found in an aztec pyramid yeah which is like so ancient humans and that's way after dinosaurs yeah <laughs> so mew mew could have very well existed that whole time but mew's a mammal he's a cat yeah, but he's progenitor of all Pokemon. Well, he shares so, he shares genetic material with them all. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Yes. That because that could mean that all dinosaur Pokemon prehistoric had a gangbang and all, created. Mew. All I'm saying is Mew's been fucking for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you know that meme from Always Sunny where Charlie Day's looking at the board and he's crazy yeah, and yeah, he has yeah. all the things. All the, the lines That's are That's going to be yeah. us after trying to connect all these dots. <laughs> Figure out how Pokemon exists. Between the moon, aliens, and dinosaurs. <laughs> it's all here. It's all here. <laughs> it's we all just here. have to figure it out. Somewhere here. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> I'm glad we included that. <laughs> yeah. You get through Mount Moon and you uh, cross an. Un- <laughs> you can't go back. You, you go over a ledge and you find yourself in Cerulean City. Cerulean City has two things you need to take care of. There is the gym with oh, Misty. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah. take care of her, baby. Original waifu. Yeah. Uh, you have Nugget Bridge, uh, which is a challenge. If you beat all the trainers, you get a nugget worth 5,000 Pokebucks. Uh, at the end of this, however, the guy who gives you the nugget tries to get you to join Rocket uh, Team Rocket. You are not given a choice in the matter. You just refuse him. Um, 
The, fuck. So, at this point, and I'm not going to go into this more detail, we talked about it last time, that Mew, the only way to legitimately obtain Mew in North America was through a Toys R Us promotion. However, there is a debugged way to earn Mew in the game that's baked into the game. You just need to know what to do. And they made it cryptic enough that you would never accidentally do this. Uh, it involves Nugget Bridge. So if you decide at this point in the game, for some reason you're playing along with our review, uh, that you want Mew, look that up now. Uh, because if you finish Nugget Bridge, it effectively knocks that out. If you don't, and you get an Abra, and you have a teleport thing, you go to Lavender Town, you walk left out of the city, you fight Mew. Mew's just in the game. Uh, this was something that was discovered like only in recent years. Wait, 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 wait. So there's three ways to get Mew? Well, there's the illegitimate way to get Mew, which is just a game shark. You can no, turn but, every Pokemon you encounter into Mew. No, but I thought you said, so you can get through the Toys R Us promotion yes. back in the day. Yeah. You can do it by using Abra to teleport to Louder into town. That's the, that's, that's the legitimate, like, p baked into the game way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, well, but we, but we didn't know about that shit until, like, I a thought, few years ago. I thought this was known for longer than a few years. Uh, well, not, not longer than ten years ago, I'll tell you that much, because people just recently figured it out. And guess what? It works, and it still works in the eShop version as well. Uh, I tried it out. Pretty neat. Uh, Mew, uh, I mean, let's talk about him. Mew? He was the only Pokemon in Red and Blue that was completely inaccessible by most players. Uh, and right, Mew, Mew reached a status of... Uh, yes, and he's, and the thing is, he's, he's not better than Mewtwo. He does have the thing where he can learn every technical machine, which is no, pretty his sick. No, stats, but if we're yeah. talking from a pure stats perspective, Mew is all evens at a buck ten, which is same for a lot of Gen 4, uh, yeah. legendaries. Which is really good by all means, but if you want a specialty Pokemon, especially Mew has such a high speed and special stat. He was more like a, an e-penis thing. It was just like, look what I got. A small pink cat. Yeah. Well, I that was kind of, <laughs> kind of it. Uh, Mewtwo's way cooler. Come on, let's be honest here. Yeah. And then, you know what? Do you know what's cool about Pokemon? They never pulled the trigger on Mew 3. You think over, over 30 years almost, at some point, because he, like... Right, you just do a Mew but three. That's but. because after Red and Blue, they never acknowledge like, oh, man. Mewtwo's we, existence. Dude, really, we can't even get into all the rumors because this is pre-internet. So this like is when Pika Blue and Togepi and like all these Pokemon Yoshi. You don't know unlock like Yoshi and Pokemon Red. You fucking can't. But guess what? If you look on the internet, there's 48 man, different ways to do it. Did I tell you for the longest time? I totally thought Tauros was a Gen two Pokemon. So when I oh, yeah. when I saw someone playing uh, Red back in the day and a Tauros showed up, I was like, what the fuck? What's he doing there? <laughs> uh, well, Tauros ended up being the male version of Miltank. That's one of the few Pokemon that have a completely different Pokemon, depending on on uh, the gender. Uh, but Tauros existed in the in the um, Safari Zone, uh, which is the only place you can catch him. And uh, and then Miltank was introduced in Gen 2. Yes. Yeah, outside Goldenrod City. So. No, more specifically above... Uh, Olivine City. You know what? To the, to the west of uh, Erectic City. Erectic. Uretic? Uretic. Uh, in Gen 2, they're all named after types of wood. Oh, erect wood? Oh, no, sorry. Flowers, I think. Or plants. Goldenrod's a flower. Olivine's a... They're plants. They're... Violet City. There's Cherry Grove. <laughs> Cher oh, yeah, there's okay, New Bark Town, Cherry Grove City, right. Violet Town. It's, uh, it's plants. It's As flowers. Azalea Town. Yeah, okay. Flowers. Rod. We got it. We got it. Erect wood. Erect wood. <laughs> Welcome to Erectwood, home of the ghost gym. Uh, home of ho. Oh. <laughs> so if you continue past Nugget Bridge, you eventually find yourself at Bill's house. Uh, Bill has turned himself into a Pokemon. It's some body Fuck, art fly shit. What? How much are we going to uncover during this walkthrough? I meant to go through this very quickly, but as we go, I realize there's a lot of things along the way. Because like in the anime, it was a suit. 
Right, uh, but in this, he's splicing he has, his DNA. He has straight up Jeff Goldblumed himself. He's splicing a... his DNA with a Clefairy because he wants yes. to know what it's like to be. <laughs> to fuck. He's like, he's like, I've been inside. He's like, I've been inside a Pokemon, but I've never been inside a Pokemon. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you help his ass out, and on his PC, you can learn about Eevee and all the different forms of Eevee. He's like, don't open my tabs, please. <laughs> yeah. I never even considered that. He's just oh, the only thing he has on his computer is like sexy pictures of Eevees. Uh, so you help Bill out, and you learn that Bill is actually the guy who designed the storage uh, method, which is I uh, need uh, to capture these Pokemon so <laughs> yeah. they can't leave. Store them in my computer where <laughs> no one can find them. Uh, so that's kind of cool, uh, I guess. He also gives you a ticket to the SS Anne uh, in Vermilion City. So now you know where you need to go next. After beating Misty, who is a water type, she's got a star you and a star me. Again, if you chose Charmander, this could be seen as difficult. But by this point, you've had access to some grass types. You've had access to uh, fucking Gyarados, which just makes the rest of the game a cakewalk if you choose to go that way. Uh, so you find yourself going south to Vermilion City. Vermilion City is home of Lieutenant Surge. However, his gym is blocked by a cuttable tree. No one can get in or out. Seems inconvenient. <laughs> I guess I better go to that boat. Yeah. Man, we really shouldn't have planted that tree in the front of the parking lot. Now no one can get fucking in. The terrorist surge is like, Ah! Right you hit him with the thunderbolt. <laughs> hit him with the thunderbolt, right you. <laughs> That's also, uh, what's his name from, uh, Bandit Keith from Yu-Gi-Oh. Really? I don't think it's legit, like, literally him, but it fucking sounds like him. Ah, hey, in Yogi. America. Joey Wheeler. Uh, you, yeah. How dare you disrespect Michael Bay? Disrespecting Michael Bay is disrespecting America. It's true. Yeah. How do we end up with only four minutes left? We're only at Cerulean City. Vermilion City. Listen, uh, we didn't anticipate. Uh, we found too much gold uh, here. The origin. Of, we didn't. I didn't remember that this game had the origin of Pokemon in it. Somewhat. And <laughs> and they contradicted their own lore within the same game. Or maybe it's meant to be a mystery. We're not. We're not supposed to know, man. Yeah, I didn't know they're trying to do some uh, Dark Souls interpretive fucking yeah. bullshit. Um, you gotta read all the descriptions. You gotta read the book. <laughs> That's what yeah. the answers are. Uh, and then I also didn't anticipate that like we have all this weird shit happening. Uh, oh, and I when, yeah. when you first said that you're gonna do there's a, more stuff coming. Like we're about to give the captain a back rub. There's a lot of there's a lot of yeah, things to come. Yeah, like when you were gonna get into this, I thought you're just gonna be like, yeah, first we go to Viridian, then we go to Pewter. Well, I fucking gonna... thought I was, but then I realized no, there's actually more to unpack here. Yeah. Uh, so you get to Vermilion City. Diglett's Cave is there. This is a shortcut back to Pewter City if you so choose. It also gets you into the back area of the route uh, just north of Viridian City. Here you can, uh, for one, you get the Flash HM, I think, here, which is important to do, obviously, because you're going to need it. Uh, you can also trade a guy in Abra for a Mr. Mime here, which I believe is the only way to obtain a Mr. Mime in Gen 1. Uh, and his name is Marcel, and that's the only Mr. Mime, so deal with it. You uh, all, like, you only ever have Marcel. You can't catch him in the wild unless you cheat. Uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, at, at this point, you would go on the SSN, which is moored in the harbor of uh, Vermilion City. There you fight your way through the ship. You learn some cool stuff. You learn that the it's an ocean liner that just, like, fucking goes in a circle and comes back or some shit. Uh, you fight your rival. You find the captain is seasick. You uh, give him a hand job and make him feel better. He gives you HM1, which is cut. I assume you rub his back, but, you know, yeah. let's, we know what, what he really Yeah, does. like, Lee, if you're ever throwing up, all I gotta do is rub your back twice, and you're like, oh, that's great, yeah. no more throw up. You gotta make that sound, though, <laughs> So you get cut, and now you're a madman, because now not only can you get to the route that takes you to Cerulean City through Rock Tunnel... As soon as he gives it to you, crawling in my skin by Lincoln Park comes <laughs> Yeah, up. you just cut your way through the side of the ship <laughs> and sink it. Uh, you don't look at the explosion as yeah. it sinks. Weakling should die. <laughs> uh, we'll wrap this up with, with one of the most notorious uh, Pokemon things 
uh, implications is you step off the ship after getting cut. Once you have cut your possession, you leave the ship. The ship leaves. Yeah. You are forced out of this area and you can never go back there. Someone realized that if someone instead trades you a Pokemon with cut and you never have to go on the SSN, you can progress in the game and leave the boat in the harbor the entire game. What is the point of this? Well, there's water around the ship. So someone naturally went through the game and got Surf in the Safari Zone, came all the way back to Vermilion City where because they never got the HM1 cut, the ship is still there and they were able to surf around the ship. Well, what did they find? Read just off screen where you can't see is a, a truck. Ah, the, uh, the infamous truck. It is the only truck in the game. It's the only truck that looks like it's this. It's the you, only vehicle in any Pokemon you, game. You cannot find another truck in the entire game. That in the looks entire like this. series, Lee. You don't find cars in it's any It's small, other game. it's not to scale. And people theorize that if you used either strength or cut, depending on which version you read, on the tire of this truck, you would fight Mew. This is completely fucking false. Nothing but, happens when you But because that truck is there and it's the only one of its kind, the, it has to the be imagination special. Yeah, it has to be special. Uh, and man, there are so many things like that for Pokemon. Like how, how you unlock Togepi and Yoshi and stuff. Like there's people make like Wayback Machine websites where just like Flash animated websites where it's just like all the secrets of Pokemon, how to do this. And what's fucked up about Pokemon, we'll end on this for this week is that while there's a fair bit of trolling and mystery around the Pokemon games, there are legitimate glitches in the game that you can exploit, such as Missing No, which is 100% real and 100% works. So when you try that and it works, and you're catching Pokemon that are level 299 that are fucking glitching your game out, that makes it seem possible that anything else in the game could potentially be real. So, fucking, I remember so many hours as a kid just, like, having a printout from school on a piece of paper trying to follow the oh, instructions. Oh, dude, I remember distinctly as a kid playing Crystal and I have everything done. And I'm just like, dude, how do you get ho -Oh? Yeah. Like, how do you do it? <laughs> and, like, everybody's like, oh, well, like, you gotta have the three dogs and then you gotta go get Lugia and then ring the thing. And, like, that was actually how it was. How was it in Crystal? I remember only in, in Gold and Silver. You gotta get the three dogs and you go talk to the three dudes that where you fought Sweet. Oh, really? And they're just like, here's the key to go to the higher levels, go fight Ho-Ho. Oh, okay. Yeah. In uh, in the original one, either you, you get either Ho-Ho or Lugia, depending on your version, and then the dogs are just in the wild. You never fight them, like, in a face-to-face -face battle. And then uh, later in the game, you get another feather that lets you go fight the opposite bird. Except he's like level seventy, so he's he's. No, yeah, you need to yeah. you need to have a Lugia and the three dogs before you can fight Ho and Crystal. Wow, make you work for that Ho. Yeah. Well, because like, you have a whole special fight with Suicune before that and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. The magician guy's there. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> starts with an E. It's like Eugene or some yeah. bullshit. What was it? Uh, Erect Wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways. Let's wrap it up. At Tizziceberg is us on Twitter. Leahtizziceberg.com is my email address. If you have a question, topic, anything you want us to uh, cover on the show, if we find it interesting, we will do so. Comment wherever you see it posted. Thank you for joining us for the Public Beta Podcast. We'll be back again next week. To, of course, now, in two hours from now, we're going to know everything we need to know about the PS5, so we'll be talking about that. There will be a Sultans of Slam this weekend. Uh, AEW's happening on Wednesday, face-to-face -face with, with uh, NXT, and we will again see why it's important for these shows to be on separate days. For myself, Lee, and for Reed, that's been the Public Beta Podcast. Thank you for signing up.